You see, the Bible says we are the circumcision who worship God in spirit. There are three levels as a believer walking in the flesh, walking in the spirit, and then walking in the soul, like separating the flesh, that is the body. One of the things that we must break through as believers is how to control our body. So that, like as we are singing, people think that we are just singing, no. The Bible says when the clouds are full of rain, they will empty themselves. Our spirits have to be so much saturated that it begins to affect the soul. For instance, some of you, when you are hungry, you can't help it but to eat. If you don't eat, you'll be angry. If you don't eat, you can't concentrate. If you don't eat, you can't do anything productive. The same way some of you, when you are tired, you can't do anything about it. No matter how much you try, it is not because you are tired though. It is because you have not come to the place of washing God in spirit. When you start washing him in spirit, the spirit overwhelms the body. Then the weaknesses of the body leave you. Tiredness, anxiety, frailty, they leave. It is supposed to be so strong that we cannot carry it with us. Now most of you, if you have noticed, the atmosphere you enjoy in church, you are not able to take it home. Like when you are in church, you are a possibilitarian. Everything is possible. When you go home, you are impossibilitarian. Everything is not possible. By the same you, the reason is that you are not able to carry the presence. So the more we sing like this, your spirit is being saturated. Do you know to saturate? Saturation is a chemistry word. You know saturation. What is saturation? The synonym is concentration. Where is the guy who came to see me today with Ralph? Well, is he around the evening? The guy is a brilliant. I saw his results. It's a, 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 a. I said, ah. And so, yeah, he was doing brilliant in school. And <laughs> I wanted him to explain. Because these days, I, I consult the professors. If I see the results, and I see a, 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 even in French. When we are looking for linguistics or sociology or even a Greek, we will call you French. Because it seems to be like if it is strong here, it is strong everywhere. <laughs> By the way, some of you will never see your results. <laughs> even if we find a way, you will cut your name off it. And we just <laughs> so there's, your spirit is, is becoming saturated. For instance, some of you, when you are asleep, you can't wake up. Yes, it's part of it. All the things we are doing is supposed to help you to overcome that thing. So that when you sleep, you can wake up. Yes, there are some Christians, they only sleep like by falling, like they, they don't decide to sleep. They can't sleep like that. They have to do something and they'll fall asleep. There are some too, they don't sleep like that. 
They, they can't fall asleep, so they have to force themselves to sleep, something like that. But in all of these things, it's because you don't have control over the body. And it's not a mystery. It's part of the package of being a Christian. That's why we sing. There are songs that we sing to God. And there are songs we sing to us. Most of our songs, we have not reached the realm of singing to God yet. Oh, no, no, no. The words in it, you can't sing these songs to God. <laughs> so, we are edifying ourselves. Like when I say, let's get up. People took too long to I could see that. It's as if somebody is sitting on their shoulder. They are tired. It's reasonable to be tired because we've been sitting down the whole day. But that's not a problem. Somebody too has been standing the whole day. Which one is the work? You are sitting, nobody is sitting. But I think each of them is work. But the important thing is that, like when I want to preach a holy hill, when I preach after one hour, so many people sleeping. Then I came down from the pulpit. That's when they all got up. Yeah. They were sleeping because they don't have capacity to endure a preaching for two hours. Many of you, if I make a mistake and I preach three hours, you sleep. Some of you, I just have to preach for five minutes. <laughs> and you, you lose control easily. You lose control easily. Today I was talking to somebody and I was sleeping when we closed the second service. So some people here were laughing. I thought they, they saw me sleeping. That's what the letter. I realized they didn't see it. I went off like three seconds. Of course, I was feeling sleepy. It doesn't mean I've slept. I've still not slept. But you have to train your body to listen to you. That is what God has made you. Your body is not supposed to control you. You have to control it. Paul said, I beat up my body and make it a slave. That after I have preached unto others, I myself will not be a castaway. Paul was saying that even lay hold on eternal. Look at Bishop Dad. No, that man is a machine. No, 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 no. Bishop Kakrabedi calls him cyborg. <laughs> half human, half machine. Bishop Dad. I don't know when he sleeps. We went to Singapore. You close a meeting around 10. Then we went to Singapore. They have a building that has a ship on top of it. I've forgotten the name. Bay, Marina Bay. The top is a ship like that. It's a very common picture. It's like a symbol of sin. We were there till around 1 a.m. He has done church services and meetings. So, and he took us there. And when we were there, we didn't sit down. We were standing with him. Then they came to tell us that they have to close the place because it's a tourist place. People stand there to see the whole of Singapore. So we have to close because it was time to leave the place. Then he told us that he's going to some, it probably China market or something. So those of you who are interested, we should come there. It's like from here to, let's say, in Sawam. And he drove there. And we, too, we picked taxis, we all drove there. We thought that it's just five minutes old. The man kept talking, moving up and down, up and down, at 3 a.m. We were looking at you like this. And he'll be looking at us, and he'll be talking. <laughs> Early morning, I saw him doing 
video, prayer meeting. Flow. Early morning, 7 a.m., he was still at the conference. He has come to preach. Morning session, afternoon session, evening session. Then in the evening, we'll go and meet us. <laughs> so he's 60 years. How can, it's a spirit. When I read Kenyon, Kenyon says it's a sin to have an alarm. Yes, he said there's an internal alarm. EWK, I read it myself, not that somebody told me. I think two kinds of life, one of his books. Some of you said the alarm 15. He went to wake up and say, so he said that 420, 425, 430, 445. Please, I'm not talking about sin yet. It's also a part of it. The power over sin is a part of it. But I'm talking about the frailty of the body. How that you can just get up and say, I'm going to pray. Even though you have been moving around the whole day. Cooking, washing. If you are not like that, most of you ladies will backslide when you marry. And most, most of them backslide. I can tell you that out of all the girls in the church, 100% of the girls, 95 of them have lost their standards. I'm telling you, they don't do quiet time. They don't listen to, most of them don't listen to preaching messages. And so what is helping them is coming to church. But personally, they have lost it. Because they have lost control. Ah, can you be cooking, taking care of the baby? And they, say, and they, 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 they start defending it. <laughs> you should understand me. No, no, no. The devil doesn't understand your excuse. God too has given you the strength to overcome. You know, so that's why we are singing. I know you don't feel like singing, but I sing along. That's why they are singing common songs. That I don't like it, people who sing songs I don't know how to sing. It doesn't even make sense. Hey! They will be singing a song that was sung in 1994 by some gospel singer who was a Christian for just two weeks and he went back to the world. <laughs> and they will stretch the tear oh, especially the Americans me, I can't listen to most American songs because the song must bless me if the song doesn't bless you, doesn't bless God most of you don't know it so we are singing to God even if you are not enjoying it no, 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 no the, our sacrifices come from our heart if it is not nice to you, it can be nice to God yes the songs that move you power and you are crying, most are the songs God receives well because it has moved you yourself. I think we have to do teaching some praises so that when we are praising, we will know what we are doing. A praise song must talk exclusively about God, Christ, Holy Spirit, the three. If it is praise, it must be to them alone. So in a song that talk about as and oh, it's, it's not a praise song. Like, I know who I am. It's not a praise song. <laughs> God, it's not to him. It's about us. It's a good song, but it's not about, it's not a praise song. <laughs> All the singers, you have to be deep. 
So that when, before you even come from your room, the songs have moved you before you came here. And you have never heard Heza. And you have never heard Heza. So we'll sit down quietly for two minutes. I preach five, ten minutes. Then we sing two, five minutes. Then we close. Is it a deal? Do you know why they are clapping? It's a clap out of distrust. <laughs> when I went to Holy, I said I'll close soon because me, I don't talk long. <laughs> Do you know I was late for this meeting? I made a mistake to listen to the message and I couldn't get up. Because when I was watching it, I said, ah, 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 ah. I should have freaked out. Before I realized it was getting to seven, I didn't see the time. Oh, I, I, I said, when I go home, I'm going to continue. It was, it's my first time watching it. I've not seen it yet. So I wanted to, and I mistakenly watched it at the wrong time. But I shame myself. I said, Ah, and I said, We cry, no man can hear you. I know what's okay, the far. All right, so it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Efficiency. Efficiency. Preaching is like prophecy. Can't you see that? It's like see somebody was prophesying to you. I saw Herbert, he couldn't sit down. When I was preaching, I saw it. He had sat at the tip of his chair like that. A bent was praying through her. I could see the loveliness. There was one woman who was crying. Herbert was like this. <laughs> People are catching things in the spirit. People are catching mantles. People are catching revelations. Hey, most of you don't know. People think that, oh, they didn't pray for me. No, this is the, the this atmosphere is the miracles. People who receive testimonies this week and will not know that they caught it from that meeting. It was not ordinary. Where the thing went, it was not ordinary. Are you here? So I think, I wanted us to even play it. When I got here, I felt like I should sit down and let them play it. But I felt like it would keep long because of the time I started. So one day I'll travel. When I travel, then you people play it on Sunday morning. The like, pastor is not here, but there is a, a message. Then you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Today is Father's Day. I'm preaching on honor. But to remember, I started something last week, and I'm not talking about honor for your. Pastor or spirit, I'm talking about your biological father. It's only one point. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. The word right means righteous. This is righteousness. There's the righteous part of our Christian walk. One of them is honoring. When you honor, you are doing that which is right 
So if you want to increase in righteousness, one of them, things you should learn is to learn to honor. I was talking to a pastor outside and I told him that when we went to Holy Hill, I spoke to Dr. Ben, but I came with some pastors. And he said, oh, he wants to talk to them. When I came, all of them were gone. Ah, these guys don't know how to honor Christ. <laughs> so that's why he went back to this office. He came out. He was coming to look at the pastors, and they were gone. I think the Latvian pastors, they, they were there, but the Yemna pastors I brought, they, they, their wives were calling them. So I was telling them that, you people should learn, so pastor, you don't have to teach us honor because we don't understand it. I said, I like your sincerity, we'll talk about it. But at this moment, I want to talk about honoring your biological father. You see, when you come to this church, one of the things you realize is that we teach you how to be blessed. So what we are teaching is a secret to be blessed. Labor to be blessed. I'm teaching you how to labor to be blessed. Learn to honor your biological father. How do I do that? Number one, when you receive his instructions, anybody who is willing to listen to instruction is willing to honor. Pay attention to his words. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 20. Tomorrow call your father and say, yesterday I couldn't call you for Father's Day. I'm sending you 500 Ghana cities, 300 Ghana cities, 200 Ghana cities, Momo, Ed, and Fuel, whatever, to say Happy Father's Day. Thank you so much for your love and for your blessings. Proverbs 6 verse 20 says, My son, keep your father's command and do not forsake the law of your mother. Pastor, how do I keep my father's command when his commandment contradicts the Bible? Remember, you have one father and that is in heaven. So you cannot obey a physical father and disobey a spiritual father in heaven. God, God, you can't. So you must judge the instruction to know that it is, for instance, if your father says go and be a prostitute, you can't say that because I have to honor my father, I have to go and do it. That's not what we are saying. And I know men who can make their children become prostitutes. Human beings are like that, like bad people. So they can be fathers and very bad. But for your father to say, why don't you call me? It's not something that should be, should be too big for you. There are people, any time I talk to them, they give me complaints. I don't like talking to them. But some, I am obliged to still talk to them. So I call. Hello? How are you doing? Hey, Nancy, She said, and cry. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. Nah, uh-huh. Then you change the subject. Because they must feel your love. 
They must know that you love them. Are you here? So learn to listen to their instructions. Learn to listen to their instructions. Proverbs chapter 7 verse 24. Can you see that I finished preaching? You can't see it. Oh. Anytime I'm about to preach and I start something that is not about the preaching, just know that we will not finish now. <laughs> but everything I'm saying is on point, on point, on point. This is my nose for the Holy Hill meeting. I could even open it. Yes, you didn't see me going through notes. But this is the notes. Six pages. <laughs> okay, this is two. And this is three. But I couldn't open it. And the notes, number one says, what is your definition for the topic? So when I'm coming to preach, what is your definition for the topic? Then I start. And that's, you can be reading it. Then you will not finish. And then... I will talk about partly clay, partly iron. Emphasize it. Then Daniel chapter 2 verse 31 prophecy. That's how the sermon is about. Like that, like that, like that. <laughs> you see where I'm going. You see what I'm saying is not about the preaching. It means we are not closing now. Tell somebody, Pastor, put it down. And focus. So Proverbs 7.24. Now therefore, listen to me, my children. Pay attention to the words of my mouth. Chapter 4, verse 1, Proverbs. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father. And give attention to no understanding. When you listen to somebody, it shows you respect the person. You see the church we are in right now. Now everybody seems to love the pastor, respect the pastor, isn't it? Maybe 20, 30 years to come, you'll be having a fight with your wife. When I talk to you, you will not listen. It means at that time, you have lost respect. Because when you pay attention to your father, it means that you honor the person. You know that your father didn't know that a time will come you would disrespect him. But right now you don't call him. It's because a boy has been giving you 300 Ghana a month. 300 Ghana a month. <laughs> can I tell you something? Your father can be an idol worshiper. You can be going to church and still honor him. How do you honor him? You honor him by giving him gifts, by calling him, talking to him, making him proud. But it doesn't mean you also go and be the one throwing powder on him when his dwarves come. No. Honor. Honor. This is how we tap into blessings. Now, what I'm saying, I'm not giving laws. I'm showing you how to escape the curses of your house. Like if your house, there's a, uh, there's a curse of poverty. By this blessing of your father, that spirit will not attack you. Yes. That's the implication. If you want to break generational cases, this is one of them. Honoring people in authority in the house. I know some of you have become too big. Since you finished school, you've not even called your father, but he paid your school fees. 
It's wrong. It is not godly. It is not right. I know there's friction because of what your mother told you. But listen, your mother's problem is not your problem. Your father's problem is not your problem. If your father and mother are fighting, stay out. Let them fight. They marry themselves. If they were not wise to marry each other, they should handle their problems. If the person is bad that much, why did you marry the person? But you see the children taking sides. I'm for my father, I'm for my mother. And the spirits are happy. Some fathers are bad, I know. But it is not in your hands to judge them. It is your hands to honor them. Some of your fathers are alive. Unfortunately, mine is not alive. But I'm telling you one of the things to learn to do. Honor them. Give them gifts. This is Father's Day. Give your father a gift. By, today I asked for Woodin before I came. They said it's 150 cities. And they'll wrap it for you. Buy one. Go and give it to him. Maybe you don't have the 150 cities, but you have data. Airtime. 50 cities. Hello, daddy. Daddy, I've missed you. How are you doing? Please, I've sent you 50 Ghana cities airtime. I wanted to buy more, Papa. You don't worry. Pray for me. One day, I will honor you. Learn it. So when I do that, they'll bring all their problems to me. If they bring their problems to you, it is in your hands to accept or to reject. Yes. It's not every time my mother calls me, I'm able to pick. If she calls me on Sunday, I will not pick. Because I'll be in church. But it doesn't mean when she brings her problem and I can't solve it, I'll tell her, hey, or bah, no, no. Oh, problem, where they are no deal. Now I'm free away. Such as I have, I give unto you. And I pray my two minutes prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I commit my mother into your hands. In the name of Jesus. Do a miracle. Let there be a turnaround. May every part of the enemy over this situation come to an end. I speak as a prophet of God. Amen. Case closed. I don't have 20,000 cities. Period. You see, it's not by force. People can ask you for help you can't offer. If that's the case. Some of you can't, can't do much. Like I'm talking about 50 cities data. Some of you can't do it. Just take somebody's phone and call him. First, wasn't it a fragrance? And then, didn't it turn into fire? So the first, let it be called. Later, you don't even have to call them. They will be calling you. Call! Say, Abba, 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 Mama, Yukra. And I'm saying, I'm a friend. 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 I'm a bank account. They connect it to his phone every month. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. 35,000 cities. Ching, ching. Wow. Oh, my Yeah. Maybe. 
Yay, Auntie Rose. Yay, Mommy. Oh, Papa, never from Mommy, no. Like that, like that. Like that, like that. You are honoring. Learn it. It's not just in gifts. Be there. When you hear your father is sick, no matter where you are, go home. Don't say, I'm in lavery. Lavery, I don't have time. I have time. Go. Daddy, I heard you are not feeling well, so I came to visit you. I brought you some fruits. Pray for him and go back. When I was sick, you did not visit me. Learn it. I've realized that most people don't know how to honor. Like some of you are married. This morning, the first thing you should do is wake up. Happy Father's Day, my husband. I want to tell you that we are proud of you. And today, I want to prepare something special or do something special for you. Learn to celebrate people. It's part of the Christian life. Yeah. I was telling some pastor that they tell the, the pastor's children that you see your father is busy, he doesn't have time for you. And I was telling them that I mean, when my children grow up and they say those rubbish, what I'll tell them is that you see the way we sit at the dining table and we eat together. I do that not because I come from a home we eat together. It's by being a pastor God taught me. See me buying kebab. And giving it to you. Do you think that we were trained to buy kebab from the where we come from? <laughs> it's because I became a pastor. That's why we go on holidays. Me, if you study me carefully, I don't even like going out. Even when I became a Christian, I don't like going out. When I was a Christian, I, was, I don't like going out. I'm always indoors. But because of the Bible, we will hold our children's hand. We'll go and eat. We'll go here. We'll go here. And you will say, I don't have time. You must be joking. Your head like a football. <laughs> And mostly, if it's not the mother who pollutes them, they don't know that their father doesn't have time for them. Some other guy that was playing football, doesn't he have children? Were the children in the UK with him? Were they in France with him? Were they in Italy with him? Were they in Turkey with him? Were they in Arabia with him? They were sitting home watching their father on TV and they were very proud. Why can't you sit home and watch me and be proud? It's pollution, pollution. Let's say, keep your children out of your domestic fights. Leave them. Don't, don't, don't politicize them into any side. Don't do something to take your children off their father to punish the man or off their mother. Because these days, the children follow their father. When they are baby babies, they like, when they grow up, they want to be with their father. Because children can only stay with fathers. Mothers, they will not even allow you to bath. They will bath you. And nobody likes that at a certain point. Imagine you're 18 years, your mother is cooking for you. By the time you're 22, you're not comfortable with it. If you are properly trained, you're not comfortable with it. And it means, another thing is that you will not like her food. No matter how good your mother cooks, when you get to a certain level, you don't like her food. You seem to have identified some contemporary way of doing things, which may be unfamiliar with her. There's this some small chichis, chichis that they do and mix the thing up, vegetables and indomie and things that they don't like. Your mother, fufu dear, she will do for you, but to shift it to another level, 
You can't. Learn to honor people around you. Learn to celebrate people. Are you here? Let it be part of you. Some of you, I know you are busy, but if you have people you love and have occasions, be there. Be there. If Pastor Eric said that he's doing some small get-together in his house because yesterday was his birthday, I would have gone there. I might not stay the whole day, but five minutes I'll be there. I don't have time for everybody, but some people should be important to you. I brought them Father's Day gift. I've just given it to them. Yeah, I just brought it to them. I don't have a biological father, so I'm, I'm, I'm honoring them. A woman had a very wonderful marriage. And the husband died. And the woman was 60 years when the husband died. And she decided to go on the internet to look for lovers. Not knowing that the lover was a scam. And they scammed her $205,000. She had to borrow the money. And she went into debt. Then they advised her she didn't take it and went into another internet scam. The first scam she had, she was so broken that she decided to write a book on how the internet scam works. Then she found another boyfriend on the internet. And that boyfriend was helping her to write the book. Not knowing that that boyfriend was the same first scammer. And helped her to write the book. The first one, he used to ask her for money. But the second one, the boyfriend was the one sending her money. So she believed it. Everybody who wanted her said that they would be asking him for money. This time around, he will be sending her money and told her that they have never met before. So he wants her to come to Ethiopia for them to have holidays. Book a very powerful hotel in Ethiopia. And the woman was in Ethiopia for three weeks. And the guy came around and everything and said that they should go to Hong Kong for another holiday. The children took advice that she didn't take it. The guy bought some bags, some nice things for this woman, white Canadian woman. Not knowing that, when she took herself to Hong Kong, there were cocaine in the bag. And she didn't know. They had stuffed cocaine in the buttons, buttons inside the bag. And the woman was arrested and jailed for 20 years. And the people who scammed her had run away. Innocent woman. And when I, it's a documentary, and it's a real thing. They spoke to the woman in the prison. Now, Canadian government, they are fighting to release the woman because it's like, and they realized that the people were not even Ethiopians, they were Nigerians. Yes. I watched, I watched the, you can even search it, it's on YouTube, you can watch it on YouTube. That's it, the Canadian woman who was camped and jailed in Hong Kong, something like that, it, you'll see it. And the woman was crying in prison. And the woman said that she doesn't know, maybe she was talking to her children. She has only 10 minutes of call every week. And you make the call at a time, not that one minute, one minute every day. No, one day you make the 10 minutes, that's all. And she told the children that in all his life, the state she is in, 
the most important thing that any time it occurs to her, it makes her cry, is her children. That she might not see them again. But she has realized that all her mistakes came about because of one thing, that she lost the husband. That if my husband was alive, I would never have gone into these errors. And was telling the daughter, and the daughter was crying. Fathers are important. Don't listen to these women activists. It's all demons. You, at least you know partly clay, partly iron, holy hate teaching. Don't forget those things. It, whatever they are saying is in the Bible. Male, there's no male, there's no female. Just today, I just saw that California, they have passed a law that if parents do not consent to allow their children to uh, have sex with adults, they will be prosecuted and be jailed. Like if a child of eight years says that, I love this man, he's 50 years, the parents are supposed to sign to agree or else they will jail the parents. California, America. Don't worry, that's what I said. It doesn't even make sense. Like the laws they are making. <laughs> Learn to honor your father. There is a blessing in him. Learn to honor and draw out virtue out of them. I know some of them, especially if you are from a poor home, your parents will be asking for a lot of things. But don't do things you cannot do. Never take a loan to give to anybody. Never, under any circumstance. Never. Don't take a loan to buy a keyboard for the church. Don't take a loan to buy a land for the church. They are not in the Bible. Don't take a loan to give to your wife to do business. Yeah. Don't take a loan to rent. So, Pastor, so what will I do? Go to God. Because the Bible says that the person you take the money from will rule over you. And that is a very dangerous statement. Learn to honor your father and your mother. But today is Father's Day, so I'm emphasizing learn to honor your father. No matter what, honor him. Honor him. Even if your father is not alive and he has anything that he likes or there is any human being that he likes when he was alive, call that person and do good to the person. Because that's what David did. said, who is there because of Jonathan? They brought my Mephibosheth. So if, let's say, your father had a house help, your father used to like that house help, call the house help and say, how are you doing? Every father's day, even if he's a female, call her. Humans are part or pathways. And that person that your father likes is a road that you must always walk on. Never come into enmity with somebody your father likes. And don't make a mistake to like somebody your father does not like. Except for any special reason, maybe contradict scriptures or something. Don't make friends with enemies of your father. Be neutral and stay away. Why? Don't provoke them. And God will continue to bless you and bless you and bless you and bless you and bless you. Jump to your feet and let's close. I didn't say get up. I said jump. Jump to your feet. (laughs) 
Look at the time. As I've disappointed you people. I've preached exactly 90 minutes. You have any issues with your father? Let's call him. That's all. Don't even say, I want to say sorry. Except he is not opening up, man. Just so I call to say, Happy Father's Day. And I want to say thank you and I love you, Daddy. I hope you are doing well. Something like that. And correct things. Glory to God. Will you do it? Will you do it? Labor to be blessed. Labor to be blessed. If it is not too late, those who are married, when you go home, just thank them. Just say thank you for providing a place for us to stay. Thank you for the many years we have been together. Thank you for the wonderful times we have had. In the midst of all our challenges, I want to say I love you. Do you know there are married people here who do not know the last time they say I love you? church if, they, if church can be this excited actually I can imagine heaven I think one day we have to talk about heaven isn't it we'll call it a glimpse into eternity uh, yeah, we'll talk about what will go on when we go to heaven like okay so pastor you mean they will not do business we will not marry so we will not be farming. So what will we be doing? <laughs> I will show you that farming is an exploration in God. The business you are doing is an exploration in God. So when we go to heaven, we will continue the exploration in a different major. The least are the ones we have here on earth. Giving birth, doing business, they are the least. You, you just sit there, you imagine, you draw, you say, I will do a building like that. All these imaginations and creative things, it's just a list, exploration in God. Job spoke extensively on heaven. So when you study the book of Job, I know you have not read it, so when we quote, you say, ah, but this thing too, we have seen it every day. <laughs> uh, we start with the council that met. And I'll show you meetings that go on in heaven. If a Kufuadi says he's busy, he should go to heaven and see real busy. Meetings that are, they are holding meetings. And the meeting is about you. And the whole of heaven has met God himself. Yes. This Indian prophet said there was a council in heaven that put Donald Trump on the presidency. He was in that meeting. And Abraham is the one who spoke that Trump should be the president. And he announced that Trump will be the next president of America. At that time, everybody says it's not possible, but Trump won. He said he was in that meeting. <laughs> he mentioned a specific. At that time, Trump Grandpa had not even, like, he was not so sure if he's the one going to be the flag bearer or something like that. But he said he was in that meeting. There was a council in heaven. You'd be shocked. Board meetings that are being held about lavery. 
And they say, oh, send, send, send this one there. Send this budget there. Send this one there. And then they build, our church buildings we are going to build, all of them, it's in one folder, the name of the folder is Love Rain Bible Church. It includes the name of the pastor, all the generals God will raise in that church, all the problems that church will have. Uh, because he said, for the many things they will suffer for my sake. Now God doesn't give suffering, he gives suffering as a reward. Yes, suffering is one of God's rewards. <laughs> If he doesn't love you, he doesn't give you suffering. Because it qualifies you for a bigger thing in him. It's like if God doesn't love you, he will not take you to school because it will qualify you to get a job. But school is like a punishment. If you have been to school, you will know that school is not comfortable. It's full of pressure and things. But if your father loves you, he will take you to school. So God takes us to the school of the spirit. Oh, I love Jesus. They'll begin to write a list of names that you have to inherit at every phase of your life. Yes. There's a point you have to inherit the prophetic. And that time they write. In the first time God, I heard God call me audibly. He called me John. I was in secondary school. I thought I was Winfrey, but I didn't know that I was actually John. I know you don't understand. Let me explain what it names mean, the meaning of names. Names reveal not some, a name may reveal a phase of your life. After that phase, you don't need that name again. Like Jacob, he was called Seplanta. He had to take something from Esau. When he took it, that name was not relevant. So God came to change the name and said, You are called Jacob, Israel. Anyway, you are looking at me as if I have to talk more. You want such short sermons. But you have long ears. <laughs> May the Lord bless you and favor you. May you share your own testimony. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you.